1: You get a juicy little podcast that is smart, sexy, and will knock you on your ass.
0: It's unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is Believe in the Sex Playbook, and it starts right now. Hey everyone, welcome to Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm your host, John Ibrahim, coming to you from the Windy City here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Alongside with me is my co-host, the Grand Marshal of the Chicago Southside Irish Parade, Shay Kilmer.
1: That's me. Hello, my romantics, erratics, and curious people. If you love the show like the Kardashians love themselves, then please remember to subscribe to Believe in the Sex Playbook and rate us with a five-star rating. You can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on your favorite podcast directories, including iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And others will mention at the end of the show. And of course, you can always find us at Believe.com and at Believe podcasts on Twitter. That's B-L-E-A-V. How you doing, Shay? Oh, just pg Keen. Did you guys miss me?
0: We did miss you.
1: You better miss me.
0: Yeah, there were some comments from some of the listeners saying, you know, they liked the last episode, but it wasn't the same without you, so... Of
1: course it wasn't. I missed you guys, too, so much.
0: So they need themselves some Shay. Yeah. Well... You're back, and they get to get their shave fixed.
1: Whoop, whoop.
0: And for your welcome back, we're going to talk about a topic that's been around as long as there have been men and women on this planet, and that's catcalling.
1: Dun, dun, dun.
0: Apparently. Uh, you have some experience with catcalling?
1: Unfortunately. So-
0: Receiving, not giving, correct? Yeah,
1: no, I don't give. Sorry. Well, that sounds bad. You I don't, don't hoot and
0: holler when a hot guy walks by? Or a hot girl?
1: No, I don't. I normally, if I'm like sitting next to like one of my friends, I'm like, oh my gosh, did you see her? She's so gorgeous. Like, that's my type of catcalling. I don't actually catcall. Right, but
0: you don't actually like yell it out no. loud or be like, looking
1: good, baby? No, actually, I was just at the Starbucks downtown Naperville yesterday, um, and I was sipping on some tea, and there's these cute little girls they were from homecoming and they were in their dresses and so i just complimented was like oh my gosh girls you look so great and that's coming from a non-crazy like horny man obviously (laughs) that's coming from me who is appreciating how pretty they look and telling them which makes them feel good
0: yeah horny men please don't cat call high school girls that are there for homecoming that is not only improper and gross but it's illegal and
1: there is a big big difference between complimenting and catcalling. For sure. And we will go over
0: that for you. Yeah, we will. Well, you know, when people typically think of catcalling, they think of the old, like, traditional construction workers in the city, like, with their New York accents, you know, howling. Bye, at, bye, bye. Right, howling at women when they walk down the sidewalk, you know? But it's a lot more than that. Yeah, that definitely happens, but catcalling... Uh, has totally evolved. You know, it could be anywhere from in person or even on social media. I'm sure you experience it quite a bit on social media where you get, like, the random DMs.
1: So, I, yeah, I've definitely gotten, like, I normally get, like, 10 to 15 friend requests every day. It's gotten ridiculous. So
0: And the DMs or messages aren't just like, hey, how's it going? No. It's more like the the cat-calling DMs I'm talking about
1: is the very first proverbial word
0: out of their mouth
1: is you fucking hot so it's very aggressive normally is how it is and it's not even like i normally it happens i won't even add the person like even before they try to add me it seems like they'll click the message button to try to send me a message and i don't know if you guys know this or not but if you're not friends with someone yet and they try to send you a message it goes into like a different folder yeah that it won't like pop right up it'll show like a little icon after you click in the messages yeah and those messages are terrifying really so oh my gosh because it's got people that you're not even friends with yet that
0: or common friends or or...
1: common friends oh that's the worst If
0: yeah if you don't have common friends you wonder how did this person find me
1: right so and that's the thing too if i don't have any common friends with someone i do not add them Period. Yeah. Like even if I might possibly know them or look kind of familiar, I don't do that just for security reasons. Right. Um, but yeah, normal normally those messages are like, Oh my god, I just saw your picture and you are fucking gorgeous. Let me get on that. And like <laughs> Let obviously have that obviously I block them and report them because yeah. that's fucking creepy.
0: Yeah, that is the modern-day catcall, just like dick pics are the modern-day flashing,
1: you know? But don't get me wrong. they're still the old-school catcalling that I just had, what was it, two weeks ago when I was at Wendy's trying to get some spicy nugs?
0: That, wow, there's a lot of horny people at Wendy's, clearly. <laughs> hey, Wendy's makes me horny. Oh. Not Wendy herself, you know, that...
1: The, um, the little girl with yeah, the, the, the with the
0: pigtail. Well, I do like pigtails, not on little girls.
1: The schoolgirl kind of thing? Yeah, the
0: schoolgirl oh, fantasy. Not girls that are in school.
1: There's a difference, guys. The, right. Um,
0: Adults who dress like schoolgirls. But yeah, girls. so
1: I was there. I was with one of my coworkers, and me and her were getting the four for four, meal, whatever. And I was getting, I just wanted my spicy mugs, honestly. And... She was opening up the door to go out because we had already gotten our food. And as I'm walking back, this guy is literally eyeballs wide open, staring at me. (laughs) Like not even like a normal eyes open, like wide fucking open. Like I was a dessert or something. And he like a fat
0: man at the buffet.
1: Ugh. and then like as I'm walking by, he's like so sexy. And (laughs) I almost threw up in the middle of Wendy's. Like who the fuck is actually appreciating that shit? no girl likes that fucking shit. It's creepy. And it makes me feel like you're going to follow me either home or to my work and kill me in my bathtub.
0: Yeah, and that is the unusual dynamics between men and women as there's some men who are listening to this right now and they can't wrap their heads around what you're saying because most men, if they were walking down the street and a girl looked at him wide-eyed and finally said, looking good, I want to get me some of that, the guy would be flattered. That might be the highlight of his day. So when a guy hears you talk that way, like, what? You're like threatened by that or it creeps you out? They can't wrap their head around that. It's concept. funny
1: because there was a guy that went, to, who was straight that went to a gay guy's, it was like in Boys Town or something. And yeah. he's like, I finally know what it feels like to be catcalled from other guys because I was so uncomfortable. Yeah. And they were so, ag- not saying guys in Boys Town are aggressive. I'm not saying that. It's not a general statement. I'm just saying like this experience this guy had, there were a couple of guys down there that were super aggressive towards him yeah. and he was so uncomfortable and worried for his safety. Oh, wow. And well, I'm like, oh, finally, thank God a white male knows how the fuck I feel for once. Welcome to my entire fucking life since I was like 10 years old.
0: Yeah. And so the, the story you're giving is multiply it by tens of millions of women across this country who experience the exact same thing every day. And when I've done a lot of coaching of men with sex and dating is one of the things we always try to tell them is to try to do role reversal in your mind to where whatever tactics you use, put yourself in a woman's shoes and see how would you really feel if this was used on you. And in a way that sort of kind of helps their success rate by doing that role reversal. And when you start thinking of it in those terms, Yeah, I'd probably be creeped out, too, by a lot of that stuff.
1: Yeah, I think it's also really hard for, like, guys to put themselves in women's shoes because they don't understand what it's like to be terrified walking to my fucking car at night, like, if I'm alone, even, like, a few hundred feet away. It is terrifying.
0: Yeah, that's completely understandable. And a lot of it doesn't have to do with just guys being kind of ignorant to what actually turns women on and turns women off.
1: I always think of, like, Barney Stinson from How I Met Your Mother. Oh,
0: my God, And, yeah. like,
1: in the show, it looks like he's getting all these women and stuff, but it does not translate to real life. That right. shit doesn't fucking work, guys.
0: Right. And he sort of embodied those um, pickup artist guys who kind of thought of that philosophy, you know? Right.
1: Like I said, guys, my first encounter with catcalling was when I was fucking 10 years old. Oh, my God. It was terrible. Like, I was walking. I rem- I can remember it so vividly. I was walking down the street because we were going to, like, just a convenience store. Me and my mom. And my mom was behind me. And no offense to her, but she's not a looker. Um, <laughs> and so, and I was, like, a few feet ahead of her because it wasn't cool at that time to walk with your mom. And I was wearing this, like, rainbow halter dress. Like, very kid because like I said, I was ten, mm. and I had these like little sandals on and stuff, and I'm like dancing because I think I had like headphones or something on, or like around my neck. Yeah. Like, old school headphones, not yeah. like. <laughs> they look like earmuffs. Yeah, and um, they were around my neck, and I was dancing and stuff, and I got whistled at like the the normal like <whistles> kind of whistle by an adult by a fucking adult man in his <clears throat> fucking beer car. <clears throat> <clears throat> Like, I'm fucking 10 years old, guys. There's nothing sexy about a 10-year-old. We're fucking children.
0: No, you know what? And that's like the most cowardly of cat calls, not just because he's doing it to a 10-year-old, which is gross as hell, but he had nothing to lose. He was in his car. We call that the hit and run. He was able to say whatever the hell he wanted to say, and there was no ramifications because he got to speed up and drive away.
1: Exactly. So like I said, from 10 years old to now I'm 27, I've experienced a lot of fucking catcalls in my life and it's like none of them get me to go up to that person to talk to them. Not only is it stranger danger, but I feel so like, I don't know what it is, but it makes me feel like gross about myself. Like, I feel like I'm just a piece of meat for them to try to obtain or to get. And it makes me scared for my safety because of all the things that have happened with guys that, that are catcalling. Like, some of them are so aggressive, they get pissed if a girl doesn't acknowledge them.
0: Yeah, that's like, and we've talked about it before, that's like the aggressive, angry complimenter. That's like the guy who will feels like he's complimenting you. Maybe he did give you a legit compliment, like, hey, you look pretty nice today. But then you don't take the bait that he's putting out there and he gets angry about it like how dare you not strip your clothes off and throw yourself into my lap yeah, at my get, compliment like, to
1: pissed you. Yeah, you and be like, "Oh, you think you're too good for me? Like you fucking bitch." Like and then they start calling you names and then they start following you and then like it's you try to get in like a public space where there's other people so that he can't do shit. That's the kind of things that girls have to constantly think about.
0: Yeah, especially like the over-aggressive guys or just guys who don't have situational awareness. Yeah, maybe in, in your strange mind, twisted mind, that would attract a woman. But put yourself again in her shoes. Like if you're the public creeper, like if you're on the, you know, in Chicago, we call like our subway system the L. Picture yourself on the L and there's plenty of open seats and a woman sits down in one of those open seats And then you go and sit next to her, right next to her, even though there's a bunch of open seats for you, you think that, hey, this is my chance to sit next to a pretty girl and I'm going to strike up a conversation. Put yourself in her shoes, though. What do you think she's thinking in her mind when she's like, okay, there's a bunch of open seats here, but this dude came and sat down in the seat right next to me. Like, what are you thinking at that point, Shay?
1: Like he's going to take my purse and run or kill me, like stab me and take me to a dungeon or something.
0: Exactly right. So even though it, yeah, it may be an opportunity for you to meet a single pretty girl. That's not the way to go about it. And guys,
1: let me give you an alternative, which is more acceptable. Give her her space because girls like to have their personal bubble. Give her her space. And when she's like getting off, be like, hey, I noticed you. If you're single or if you're interested, here's my number and maybe we can grab coffee while she's leaving so she doesn't feel like you're trying to like take her or like grab her and put her in a dungeon
0: like exactly you you put it out there it's it's really her decision what she wants to do with it it's not your job to sell it she knows what you're asking for By giving you her your number, let the decision be hers to decide what she's gonna do with it.
1: Right. And honestly, when guys do that over the rather than encroaching on our personal bubble, like it shows that they have confidence in themselves. And girls love confidence. We don't like cocky, we like confidence. There's a huge difference in that too.
0: Right. And definitely don't be like, again, in that same scenario, if you're like on the L train or, you know, waiting in a lobby somewhere or something like that, don't be like the lip licker, you know, you're like licking your lips while Ew. you're staring at her.
1: I'm going to throw up. <laughs>
0: God. That's awesome. So just like the the look you can give them could be enough to creep them out or, or make them fear for their safety, and that is the form of modern-day catcalling.
1: Yeah, I don't appreciate it, guys. Like I said before, it just kind of creeps us out. And makes us want to run away.
0: (laughs) Again, I'm all for approaching. That's how you meet people. If you weren't going to meet people in person.
1: Not aggressively though. Do not like run after her. No, no, no. no.
0: (laughs) But meeting people in person, in my opinion, is still the best way to meet people. So there is a way to go about doing it without using verbal cat calls or those visual cat calls. Like you're staring at her like a steak dinner. You just have to have situational awareness. If... You see, and a lot of women have it these days, so it is a little bit of a roadblock for men now than it ever has been before, but you see a lot of women out in public with their earbuds in. So it's harder to approach when they have their earbuds in. Maybe her look met yours, then you can, you know, go ahead and say something to her. But if she gives you that annoyed look when she takes one of the earbuds out to hear what you're saying then, you know, that's not the green light. If she puts her earbuds back in, don't keep talking. Her earbuds going in is, like, the equivalent of, like, closing the door in your face. If her earbud goes back in her ear, that's it. It ain't happening. Move along. Move along.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, guys. And, like, if she takes her earbud out and you, like, tap her shoulder or something, that's, and, like, obviously, like he said, she looks annoyed. Just be like, oh, hey, I just want to let you know that outfit looks great on you. Or something not terrifying. Don't be fucking creepy when she takes her earbud out. Right. Best case scenario though, if she takes her earbud out and she lo- and she like looks busy, just give her a note, guys. Like if she doesn't even. Take oh, that's her interesting. Out, just give her the a note. I like note.
0: That. that. That's that's actually a clever, aggressive, but not not overly aggressive. More like going for what you want kind of tactic. Tell tell us a little bit more about what you're what you're so, talking about. So
1: yeah. So rather than like approaching her aggressively and being like tapping her on the shoulder and like either interrupting a good song of hers or maybe she's on a phone call or something this way a you guys don't really have to talk talk you don't have to worry about like a awkward scenario you can be like tap her on the shoulder give her the note and then like wave goodbye and then in the note it could just be like hey I really like your style or you're absolutely gorgeous like Would you want to get coffee sometime and leave your number, like name and number, please. So they know your name. Yeah. (laughs) And then like, let it be. Go away. Don't keep following her. Don't like keep like watching where she goes because that's going to creep her out.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of people who don't know when to stop. It reminds me of the movie uh, Swingers. You know, it's a little bit older, but that's like an awesome movie when it comes to the politics of dating and and meeting people and you know there's that scene where uh what's his name he doesn't have any game with women at all but this night he actually connected with a girl at a party and he was so anxious to call her that he got home and he called her and it was her voicemail so he hung up and he called again to leave a message and he screwed the message up so he called again and again and again and it was like he called her like six times in a row it was so painful to watch her like no stop some guys don't know when an interaction goes well. They don't know when to stop and wait until you take the next step, which could be several days from now. Well, in person, it could be the same thing as men have a great meeting, a chance meeting with, you know, a girl out in public in a bar or something like that. And it could be just like a two or three or five minute interaction where they trade numbers. He wants to keep going and going and going with it. And he ends up ruining it. You have to know how to be strategic and stop and pull up the anchor and sail away and and wait for the next step in that whole thing.
1: And guys, if you call me six times after our first encounter and you like keep leaving messages and stuff, I hope you know you're getting blocked. Yeah. Like that is terrifying. That shows like you're obsessive.
0: Yeah, that you're going to be way clingy once you get to know each other even better.
1: Yeah, that's a clear sign. Nope, I'm done. Bye.
0: So, Shay, we probably scared the hell out of a lot of guys, especially, listening to this, Be like, God, now I'm going to be labeled as a creeper if I even remotely approach a woman. It's going to be like...
1: That's not what we're saying, guys. No, no, no. So,
0: I want to try to reel it in and ask, are there
1: any flattering catcalls? No. Don't fucking catcall first and foremost. If you think someone is gorgeous, if you think someone is super attractive or if you've seen them around town or whatever, please don't be aggressive in it. Please be more subtle, like giving them a note or just complimenting rather than like whistling from afar, blah, 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 like or messaging a girl that you've never met before or even seen in your life on Facebook and telling her you want to bang her. Like, <laughs> none of that's going to work. Be subtle about it. Be cool. Fucking relax.
0: <laughs> yeah, because a, a, a female friend of mine said that she was at a dinner party once. And, you know, she's married. So her wedding ring is is very noticeable. And she said a guy, she didn't get a I'm being hit on vibe from this guy. But she didn't know him. He didn't even introduce himself. But they were like, you know, maybe standing at the at the bar both waiting for their drinks. And he clearly noticed her ring. And he said to her, Man, I hope you have a, a husband that appreciates you. And that's all he said. He didn't say it like he was drooling or anything like that. That's and she so said. Sweet. Right. She said that was like super it was like a, a super nice compliment. And she said thank you and that was it. They didn't really say anything the rest of the night. And that's And technically totally fine. that's sort of like a cat call though, because what if he was a construction worker and she was walking down the sidewalk and he yelled the same thing? The setting doesn't matter, it's what was said. And how it was said. So, well, is that a flattering cat call? I don't know.
1: Honestly, yelling from any point at a woman is not okay. That's ah, so
0: you think the yelling is... It. Okay, yeah, that makes a lot of yelling sense. Yelling
1: at a woman, like, for everyone to hear, like, Yo, you're fucking hot! <laughs> nice fucking <laughs> legs! Or... Yeah. Like, that or or honking shit. your horn? Not... Fucking cool dude like not only is all the attention on us again like first off we don't want to be the center of attention in those circumstances that is super fucking awkward it makes us feel almost like dirty about it like i am not your item i am not your thing to call out like back the fuck up if you want to approach us in a non-aggressive way sure but any aggress- aggressive way like that where you're screaming at us will make us run even faster away.
0: Yeah, the screaming probably is a little bit over the top and that does sort of validate why it would be offensive or threatening that you could say something very complimentary and but say it to her face and she could be impressed by it. But if you yell the exact same thing, it's going to be received in an entirely different and way.
1: I think what... You were talking about where the guy was like, I really hope your, what, your husband appreciates you or is good to you, whatever it was said. Yeah, I hope
0: you have a husband that appreciates yeah. you. Yeah,
1: like I think that's more flirting than catcalling, and there has to be a big difference. I think catcalling is more about literally speaking so loudly or being very aggressive in trying to flirt. Yeah. Where yeah. a subtle like, oh, I hope your husband appreciates you or whatever is good to you. That's nice because it makes you feel like oh okay well that shows that i have value yeah kind of thing right whereas you're fucking hot your legs are gorgeous like i am not a piece of fucking meat and i think that's the difference where catcalling makes us feel like a piece of meat and terrified for our lives <laughs> where a, like quick little flirt like that isn't a problem yeah it's like oh okay well thank you and then you move on you don't fucking follow them or anything like that All
0: right well that's what guys don't get is that You know, when women go out, especially if they're going clubbing or anything like that, they dress hot and they want to look hot, you know, and they want people to notice that they look hot. I get it. That's why people dress to impress. But even though they want to look hot, they don't want you to see them as like a hot piece of meat. Being considered hot from what I know about women, is that they want you to think their hotness is the whole package. That they're pretty, they're nice, they're intelligent, they're cool, all that kind of stuff. And if you're yelling, hey, you're fucking hot from a distance, you're only... You know, scratching the surface on what they want you to notice. Women do want to be noticed, but not not just in that singular dehumanizing piece of meat kind of, kind yeah, of way. Does that biggest, make sense?
1: And that's the biggest thing. We don't want to feel like a fucking piece of meat. You don't fucking own us, and there is so much more to us than our looks. Yes, we're hot. We fucking know. We don't need you yelling at the top of your fucking lungs for us to hear and the whole world to hear that we're hot. We know it. So if you want to be a fucking man and approach non-aggressively, sure, we'll take the compliment. But don't be screaming it at the top of your lungs like we're yours to have.
0: Yeah. And that's not to say don't notice women. You know, by all means, if you see a beautiful woman, notice her. It's how you look. I'm, I'm a people watcher by nature, but I can also appreciate a very beautiful woman. And so when I'm out and I see a beautiful woman... I look, but I don't stare. I don't lick my lips. Mm. I'm not Mm-mm. staring at her like like she's a pepperoni pizza, which is one of my favorite foods. And if, you, if she sees you looking, don't look away like you just got busted. Because then it does, you know, appear that you had creepy ulterior motives. But if she sees you seeing her, not staring at her, but just, you know, your, your both looks just happen to match. That happens a lot. Give a, a, a nice little warm smile and, and look away. That's it. That's very non-threatening. She knows you noticed how good she looked, which is what she wants you to do. She wants people to see how attractive she is. And that's good. It makes you feel good that you flash her a little smile. It makes her feel good that you acknowledged her attractiveness without being threatened. And that's it. There, there is tactfulness to it. That's the way it is. It's about timing.
1: I think the best way I can express it is to be gentle. Girls do not like feeling threatened. Yeah. So, like, when you come off aggressive and stuff like that, it's not going to work with us, I can promise you. The more gentle you are in your approach, the better the outcome.
0: Yeah. Now, I have to defend the guys just a little bit here. We beat the hell out of them, you know, through this whole show, but.
1: I think we've given them good. Like tactics to use. We
0: did, but we also beat them up about how stupid they are when they do these verbal and nonverbal cat calling. So one thing I will say is that sometimes women do blow it out of proportion a little bit. And especially with the very way that society is hypersensitive today, you know, a lot of things being way blown out of proportion, especially on college campuses and stuff like that. A quick example I'll give you is that a female friend of mine, who had a niece she was only a few years older than her niece but her niece was in college and so she went to see her niece at a college campus and they were gonna go out and have drinks together and stuff and they went to like a outdoor music festival first and a guy walked by and it was clear that he noticed her niece's legs as they walked past because she was wearing like a little skirt and you know my friend said he wasn't creepy he didn't he, he, he wasn't over-aggressive. They passed by. He didn't even turn his body. He just looked at her legs, and they just kept walking. He, she said it was as harmless as harmless could be. And she said her niece went on for almost an hour about, this is the term she used, she was micro-raped. She said, just by the look, because she noticed the guy looked at her too, and she was kind of saying, you know, don't be so dramatic, and definitely don't be so loose about throwing the word rape around, you know what I mean? I mean,
1: there's some girls that, just like that attention, that, oh, poor me, kind of victim shit.
0: Right, and there's a lot of that.
1: That's not cool. Like, a lot of these things are true. A lot of these women, things have happened to you, but if you're that fucking girl that's like, oh, poor me, I almost got raped, Like, but it didn't actually fucking happen, fuck you. Right. You guys need to grow the fuck up.
0: Right. So, you know, that's an extreme example, but it's still an example of there's got to be balance between both. Men, don't be so fucking creepy because that is a real thing, whether it's verbal or nonverbal catcalls, but women, don't be so overly sensitive about it, too. Yeah, if a guy's creeping you out then call it out for what it is. But if it's just a guy who noticed your beauty and didn't do anything about it, he didn't come and creep on you, he didn't say anything, it was just a quick look or a quick glance or something like that, then I think you'll be okay. Yeah,
1: I agree. You guys will be fine. Don't worry. But for the girls that, like, and if you're that girl that's, like, like, trying to be a victim... You make all the other girls whose stuff actually has happened to look like fucking idiots. And that's the reason why so many people don't believe us. And there's so many people out there that are like, oh, you're faking it. You're lying. You're just trying to get in trouble. Blah, blah, blah. You're the fucking reason. So stop that shit.
0: Yeah, we need the legit incidents. And there's tons of them. We need them to not be deluded by or have him sounded out by all the non- legit ones, you know? Yep. All right. So we hope some people are going to listen to this and think twice before they either sound out their cat calls or do a ill-advised approach in a public place to a woman. Approach, for sure. Meet people, but be tactful and not creepy about it. If a girl is hot, she knows she's hot. You don't have to say how hot she is. There's a difference between saying that they look good, and just calling them hot. You know, say, oh, you're fucking hot, or whatever. That has a sexual connotation to it. She's instantly going to translate that to, this guy just wants to fuck me. So have a little tact about it. I agree. And with that, that'll do it for today's edition of Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm John Ibrahim. Make sure to hit me up on Facebook and Instagram with the username, The Real John Ibraham. And please remember to subscribe to the Sex Playbook and give it a five star rating, pretty please.
1: And I'm your co-host Shay Kilmer. You can find me on Twitter at Kilmer Shay and on Instagram at Truly Shay. That's T R U L double double Send us any topic ideas, questions, comments, concerns. And remember, you can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on your favorite podcast directories, including iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And of course, always at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter.
0: And speaking of Twitter, please tweet your questions or topics at me and Shay, and I promise we will try to read them in a future episode. You can find me on Twitter at John Ibrahim, and as Shay, I believe, just mentioned, at Kilmer Shay.
1: Oh, and that's spelled K-I-L-L-M-E-R-S-H-A-Y. Yeah.
0: Otherwise, you're going to be hitting up somebody else who's going to be like, who the fuck are you? And why are you tweeting me? Your sex questions, pervert. Yeah,
1: right? Oof, that's not going to be a good one. Uh, and make sure to check out all the other great podcasts on the Believe Network, like the Believe in the Sparks podcast, where host Stacey Pets and Sparks player Sidney Wise give you your expert insight on the LA Sparks and the WNBA. If you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. And remember, sex sells. Everyone wants it. So give the people what they want and advertise with us.
0: And you've been listening to the Sex Playbook on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals.
1: Do you believe?